and welcome to the Sexlogeek podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about intimacy, what it is and how we can create it. Intimacy or intimacy is a combination between having deep connection to someone, being able to show your most vulnerable self, so expressing you, showing um, who you believe that you are and not trying to impress someone in combination with being accepted for that by the other person. So intimacy means that you allow someone to see you, the real you, not the polished you, not the pretend you or um, any of these other alter egos you play in your life. It's about truly letting someone in to see you, including your flaws. So you can't create intimacy with someone if you simultaneously are trying to impress them, right? Because that's the opposite. Intimacy is undressing your armor. Well, well, when we try to impress someone, we often are putting on a more, more shinier armor on the outside. So they don't see our imperfections. So they see how wonderful and perfect we are, but we hide the parts that aren't that wonderful and perfect. Well, when we create intimacy with someone, we allow someone to see all of us, which can be very, very scary <laughs> for many people to be that vulnerable with someone. But that's not enough. It's not enough that we just show our true selves because creating intimacy is something, it's a two-way street. It's not something we can just do by ourselves. We need the other person. So if I show my most vulnerable self to someone, we're not going to have intimacy unless we create connection around that and unless we are accepting each other for that. Because if you're very, very vulnerable with someone and they don't accept who you are or even judge you, then there is no intimacy there. And many people have therefore never really experienced an intimacy intimacy in in a relationship they have experienced intimate moment with another person which is different so we can have intimate moments with maybe sometimes even a stranger like you have a moment where you feel deep connected to someone and you feel like you can easily show a part of you and you feel that seen because you're allowing someone to see you and you feel like this person is kind of getting you or accepting you or trying to get you and that is something that many people have experienced we have this moment or glimpse in our lives but if you want to have intimacy in a relationship that means full-on acceptance of the other person and creating a safety around expressing one's needs thoughts opinions um, and this again does not mean that you can be disrespectful and you, how we speak 
still matters and how we express ourselves matters. Um, but that we feel in freedom to talk about difficult subjects, talk about our deepest, darkest desires, uh, like in the bedroom, feeling that you can have freedom to express uh, all your fantasies, what you want and um, things you love to do, things you that turns you on, that you feel in complete freedom. It's not scary to share these things with your partner. It will be in the beginning, but if you have intimacy with someone, this will not be scary because you will have experienced sharing these kind of thoughts before and you know that they are accepting even when they feel differently. So this is why I think it I think everyone there's like this human urge to have intimacy with someone, to feel understood, to feel accepted, to feel loved. And again intimacy does not I I never used the word love before because intimacy doesn't necessarily mean that you love every single part of someone, even the most <laughs> even their biggest flaws or stuff. No, but it's about accepting someone for who they are. So you don't necessarily have to love all, <laughs> but you have to accept all. And someone have to feel that they're good enough just as they are. Some of the best compliments that I ever gotten have been by friends or lovers who have said, I Thank you because I don't need to be perfect around you. Like I don't have to put up this front. I don't have to. It's okay for me to be broken with you. And this this is the greatest compliment for for me personally, I think, because and what a true friendship means and what a true romantic relationship means is the fact that you feel so sec- you feel secure that you're enough. And it doesn't mean that you don't try to be better. And it doesn't mean that you are not having goals or that you not take responsibility for your flaws. You have to take responsibility for your flaws. This does not mean this whole attitude of if you you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve my best. No, this is not what we're saying. Nobody deserves your worst. But you are okay just as you are. You are fine. You can be accepted for just as you are. That does not mean you can treat people badly for no reason. It doesn't mean you don't have responsibility for your actions. But feeling in freedom with somebody else that you're good enough and you don't have to put up a front. You don't have to be Mr. or Miss Perfect. Um, You don't have to fake it or um, you aren't constantly being praised for how good you are, how perfect you are. You're allowed to be not you're allowed to be just human you're allowed to make mistakes and that i think is something that many of us crave and one thing that you also can see is that this kind of vulnerability many people don't have it on a deep level but they might have intimate moments and one of those moments that can become intimate that isn't necessarily intimate but where many people find it a little bit easier to create an intimate moment is during sex. So sometimes people who crave intimacy, crave feeling understood, crave being 
held, crave being seen, crave human connection, they will seek sex instead of what they're actually craving is being intimacy. Now, of course, we all love sex here. <laughs> it's one of our favorite things. But um, it can be harmful when we seek something, when we're using sex to get something else, especially something like intimacy. If you have really, truly intimate sex, you can obviously have these intimate moments, but the really true deep, intimate sex often comes because there already are the ingredients for intimacy there or intimacy already exist in that combination so you can also have sex that is completely lacking any form of intimacy at all and where you don't have connection which is also known as in my opinion bad sex but <laughs> um where you maybe don't feel like you can express yourself sexually or emotionally with this other person um, so you might not find intimacy like if you're looking for intimacy you're not necessarily going to find it in sex but you can have amazing intimate sex if you create intimacy and you can create intimacy while you're having sex by having the ingredients that um, are required for intimacy so I'm going to talk about how you can how can you create intimacy with another person how to build intimacy one your inside and the outside should match in order to have deep connection with someone so how you feel should match your actions if your actions are not matching your insides or how you feel there is going to be a form of dishonesty there that is going to make it difficult for you to create connection or an impossible to create a deep connection with someone and also make it more difficult to create trust, which is crucial for intimacy. Number two, surrender your ego. So since intimacy involves being vulnerable and removing that protective armor around you, to allow someone to see you, to allow someone in to try to understand you. You have to let go of your ego because you cannot create that if you are trying to impress someone. Um, so, because they are the, kind of the opposite of the same coin. So you need to understand that you're going, you're okay, and you're good. As you are and you do not have to do this all at once intimacy is a slow burn is something that builds and it involves trust so it's something that will come with time so you do not have to go 100% you can go slowly take your time but removing letting go of your ego and learning to share vulnerable parts of yourself and you can do this by expressing, well, who you are, which, but that's very vague, right? So if you don't know where to start, it's your wants, your needs, your fears, your opinions, and your feelings regarding anything. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, regarding anything being and being honest um, 
being honest with your needs, your fears. Uh, and it can be anything from what's going on in the bedroom and sex to uh, how you feel about your past, your future, the other person, anything else. Um, that this is how, yeah, so you can just share parts of yourself. So you can start there. If you don't know what to start, you can just, okay, what is a fear I can share with my partner? What is my feeling I can share with my partner? Um, what is a need and a want that I can share with my partner? So you can start there. Number three is to be curious. Being curious of your partner. It's important to get to know our partner's wants, needs, feelings, fears, ambition. Um, so being curious and being non-judgmental. And when we are non-judgmental, we allow the other person to express parts of themselves by, um, without being punished. And therefore feeling accepted to feel that way, even if you don't feel the same. So a big mistake people do is that someone express something and we don't like what they express. Whether that is an opinion, a feeling about something, a, a sexual desire they have. But there's um, something we don't like it or we don't feel the same way. Um, so then we punish it. By like ew, acting disgusted or pushing them away when they express these things or um, getting angry or whatever it is. But we punish them for expressing parts of how they feel in that vulnerable moment. And what we are saying is, don't talk to me about that. You cannot, what, we, what you're teaching your partner or the other person is, you cannot trust me with that kind of feelings or that part of you. Because I will punish it. I don't accept it. I don't accept a bit of who you are or how you think or how you feel. Um, so, and that is deadly to our relationship, right? Like your partner might have feelings that involves, I'm not sure if I love you anymore. That's really hard to hear. You're allowed to be hurt by how someone feels. You're allowed to feel hurt when they express. And important here, when we express how we communicate is important, so how we say things are important. But just because you don't want to feel the same way or you don't want to, you think that maybe how they feel doesn't match your experience or uh, if it's a sexual fantasy, maybe that's something you'd never want to do. And you, your idea, your, your own fantasies are not matching that and your fantasies regarding your partner is that your partner's fantasies are matching yours then when they express something very different you might feel disgusted by it or intimidated by it but if you push that away we're not taking that away it's important to remember when you are not accepting a part of your partner whether that is an opinion or a feeling or just a part of who they are or a sexual desire fantasy um, you're not taking that away they're still feeling that way they're still gonna feel that thing attractive they're still gonna have that sexual fantasy they're still going to uh, be maybe unsure if they love you or they whatever it is that they expressed um, they're gonna feel that way whether you push that away or not the only thing 
that changes is that you show them that you don't ex- accept all of how they feel or who they are. And you punish when they express. You punish them when they're vulnerable. You're telling them, don't be who you are, be who I want you to be. So it's impossible to create good connection or um, deep intimacy in a relationship if you are punishing your partner's honesty and vulnerability. And you cannot, by judging someone, change how they feel or change their desire or their whatever it is. That's still going to be there. You're just showing that you're not the right person to share it to. So you're just blocking a deeper connection. So you want to live with curiosity instead. And if you don't understand something, ask, hmm, what is it that make you feel that way? What is it about that scenario that's so um, such a turn on for you? What is it that like make you think that way or make you, when you live with curiosity and we ask questions instead of putting judgment on someone, we're showing we're trying to understand. You do not have to feel the same way. You can say, "Oh, uh, that's not how I look at it," but know that you are eager to understand how they feel. Like, what what is what is your deepest desire? How can I meet it? What, what is it that you want? What are your needs? I'm curious. Ask for their opinion on things. Showing, show them that you are interested in getting to know them. And it matters to you that you get to know them. And they are important. How they feel and how they think is important. And you want to understand. Um, that is going to make them feel more comfortable sharing more with you in the future number four is to earn trust and respect so trust and respect is something that has to be earned it's not something that you are necessarily just give, given by somebody um, and a lot of people don't understand that they can <laughs> sometimes think oh but you should just trust me and of course, we, we should not go in completely not trusting someone at all and showing that that can it's hard to build a relationship if you're completely from the beginning already assuming things. So we shouldn't assume that someone's going to hurt us or anything like this. But trust, deep trust is earned. And you earn trust by being consistent, by holding your word, keeping your word, and being non-judgmental and being supportive. So by showing up when we say that we're supposed to show up, by saying, showing that, well, I keep my word. If I say something, I, I'm actually gonna show, I'm, I'm gonna show up when I say I will. I'm going to uh, cons- be consistent in my behavior. I'm gonna be consistent in my pursuing of you or whatever. so you don't have to worry Um, after a while you're going to see oh this person is always there when they say they will they um i can they don't judge me when i express parts of myself i don't feel judged and i feel like i can count on this person 
that then you start to earn that respect and that trust. Uh, and with respect, it's also important to respect yourself so that you don't become a doormat <laughs> people pleaser that also gives respect so respecting yourself and trusting yourself also will transmit to other people right so if you trust your own behavior that you're going to be able to keep a promise or you trust that you're not going to uh, step over a boundary or whatever it is and you respect yourself enough to not be a doormat you're going to send a signal to others that you're a person that needs to be respected and that you're a person that can be trusted. But if you don't trust your own behavior, your partner is not going to be able to trust you <laughs> either, are they? <laughs> so <laughs> like, if, if, you, if you go to a party, let's say you are in a monogamous relationship and you go to this wild party with friends, um, for a weekend or whatever it is doesn't matter what it is but it's just a bad example uh, but if you trust that you're not going to do anything that breaks that breaks the trust but also breaks <laughs> that steps over any boundaries you have with or expectations you have with your partner um, like for instance let's say cheating or whatever it is now that is very unspecific cheating is individual to what we think so having clear expectations that are specific behavior specific always have behavior specific expectations or when we communicate our wants needs and expectations behavior specific not just i want romance i don't cheat blah, blah, blah. what does cheating mean exactly is it kissing is it texting is it having sex is it flirting is it seeking it out or is it what what is it <laughs> uh, is it seeking out connection? Is it seeking out sex? Like, wh what is cheating? What does romance mean? Does it mean having date nights? Does it mean getting flowers? Like, what exactly does it mean to you? What's the frequency? Twice a week, once a month, you know? Like, be behavior specific. Always be behavior specific. But anyway, so if you are in this kind of scenario and you yourself are like, well, if I get drunk, who knows what I do? Of course, your partner is not going to be able to trust you in a scenario like that. So you have to be able to trust yourself and respect yourself. And if there is a scenario where you feel like, I cannot trust myself in this scenario, whatever it may be, it may not be about cheating, it can be about something completely different. You don't put yourself in that situation. That will show your partner trust. That would give trust to your partner, showing that I may not always be 100% control of what I do. <laughs> and that is fine, because I'm human. But then I'm not going to put myself in that position. If I don't trust that I cannot honor our agreements or um, that I cannot step on, on your boundaries when I go to, to do this thing, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put myself in the position. I'm not going to get drunk. Or I'm not even going to go to that party. Whatever it is. Like you have to decide it for yourself. But you have to show that you have to be able to trust your own behavior. In order to get other people to trust you. So learning to have like that kind of self-awareness. To decide what is acceptable for you or not. Because that's going to be individual as well. So it's not just about. This is what my partner finds acceptable. 
she likes she has no problem with me going to party or or he or he doesn't like that I go to parties whatever it can be no matter gender whatever situation but um it also has to do with can you trust you in that scenario if you cannot trust you in a scenario they're not going to be able to trust you in that scenario number four is to commit to communication to have quality communication quality communication does not mean talking a lot and many many words it's about having good clear communication so again one of the ways to have good clear communication is to have behavior specific expectations or wants and needs that when we express things that uh, we actually say concretely what it means or that we express how we feel we don't pretend to feel a way we actually express how we feel um this is good communication together with how we express it because of course how we say something matters um that we take responsibility for our own feeling we don't say you made me feel we say i feel so own your own your experience own your feelings and avoid to say things like you never or you always when we're mad at someone <laughs> because that is factually incorrect 99.99% of the time um and it also feels like an attack so your partner is not going to be as receptive but we're going to have a different episode about communication and how how you can communicate um but yeah making the space for good quality communication where you remove your phones and it doesn't have to be long i'm not talking about having hours of conversation it can be nice but you do not have to have hour long conversations it can be 5 minutes 10 minutes 50 minutes but make sure you have this daily or at least high frequency every time you meet each other i usually say the days you meet each other you should have some good good quality communication um for a period of time where you pay attention to nothing else but the other person and you take turns listening speaking and acknowledging the other person to like really get to know and you one thing doing this could be do, by doing check-ins with each other but um having some good quality communication is key to create intimacy with someone and lastly that you take risk and have fun together because when we take risks with someone we create a bond and we get a stronger relationship so um taking risks together will strengthen this bond and uh, strengthen the intimacy and having fun together is also very important for this but also intimacy doesn't always have to be so serious so it can also be showing the goofy side of yourself or a vulnerable joke for instance so it doesn't always have to be that serious it can be fun lighthearted as well even though that's not always going to be the case you're going to have those deeper more serious moments as well thank you so much for listening and i hope i see you again next week <laughs>